0: Welcome back to the Quiet Mind Astrology podcast. My name is Jeremy Devins, and this week Saturn goes retrograde in Aquarius for about five months. We'll talk about what that means for you as well as the new moon coming up this week. And this Wednesday I'm hosting a free live workshop called Wealth Wednesday, Three Steps to Financial Freedom in Sync with Astrology. So I'm really excited to share this. I'll talk more about that today and all the transits happening this week. As always, you want to know where this affects you personally. You can get your free birth chart at quietmindastrology.com and look for the numbers, the signs in your chart, and you'll see where these things are transiting for you. And I'll also talk about the Saturn retrograde transit for every sign. So this applies to your rising and moon sign, where the AS is, where the MO is, that number that is the sign of the zodiac. So we'll talk about where this transit is affecting you personally this week. And again, you can sign up for the free workshop to learn how to work with all the energies going on around wealth, economy, finances, all that happening right now in 2023. I think it's one of the most valuable things I can offer is this free workshop called Wealth Wednesday, quietmindastrology.com slash wealth, or the link in the show notes. So as I mentioned in the last episode, I have landed in Mazunte, Oaxaca in Mexico, very small little village town where the ATMs don't work. And I realized I don't know nearly as much Spanish as I thought I did from high school, but I've been very fortunate to make some good friends here. There's a great spiritual community here. There's a sacred site called Punta Cometa that I've walked to a few times now. It has beautiful sunrise and sunset. It's a wonderful location and very, very hot in June, which I didn't really think about until I got here. Now I know. So I would recommend visiting. It's a beautiful place, but I would not recommend coming in June like I did. But I did feel like I needed to be here. I felt felt like I needed to come connect with people and just be in the nature and be in a, near the ocean here and the sacred site here. And I'm very grateful for that. Loving it. Definitely recommend checking it out. Uh, the area has become a lot more popular lately, like Puerto Escondido, Zipolite, uh, which happens to have the only nude beach in Mexico. Those are those are nearby. Both those places are very close nearby. I haven't gotten to either yet, but they seem cool, and I hear great things, and there's a great spiritual community out here. Ecstatic dance, yoga, meditation. Not much astrology, though, so that's something I want to contribute to the community. Um, I'm mostly just here to be in the energy, though. It's, there's a special sort of energy here that I felt when I first moved to Austin about 13 years ago, and I've felt in some places I've visited, and I just love to find that where that sort of spiritual power kind of energy is in the world, to be around that, to learn from it, to be a sort of student of that energy in a space. I think it's very powerful and beautiful star gazing as well here. So there's almost no city lights at all. There's a couple of street lights and that's it. Uh, very very small village so it's wonderful to have the stars and the clear skies and all that so I'm enjoying it but I did not get enough water and I fainted for the first time in my life yesterday Uh, that's a new experience because I was out in the heat way too long got over 14,000 steps uh, my most steps in a day in a while and I've been walking every day many miles and I pushed myself to my actual limit, where I fainted and passed out. Uh, just for a moment, I was very fortunate to have friends there right away to help me recover. I got a little shiner on my eye, so if you join me this Wednesday, you'll get to see that on the live workshop. Uh, I fell right on my face. <laughs> and uh, it was an interesting experience. I've never blacked out before, so I never knew what that was like. It felt like I was asleep for a long time. In some ways, it was actually very peaceful, very relaxing. Uh, I, lo- I looked this up. It's like a common thing that happens when you're in the heat too long and you're dehydrated and you exert a lot of energy. I did a long hike and I've had issues with the water delivery at my place. So I was underhydrated after being, you know, I normally drink a ton of water. But anyway, interesting experience. and Felt like a reset button like the actual reset button on my nintendo when i was a kid where it's, everything just goes blank for a second and then it starts over and i appreciated that like i felt like i kind of needed that and uh fortunately like you know no long-term negative effects or anything uh, but yeah standing in place in a long conversation at a organic uh, farmers market and 90 plus degree weather after hiking like 10,000 steps, uh, not recommended. So stay hydrated if you do, if you are somewhere very hot right now, and uh, make sure you don't pass out. (laughs) So anyway, I just wanted to share a little update about me. I'm super grateful for the friends I've made here and the Spanish I'm learning, getting much better at, and for water. You know, being in this small village makes me really appreciate all the little conveniences and luxuries that become so uh, normal in the West, and it it just makes all the issues that so many people get so wound up about in the West kind of silly. You know, it's like being here in this like incredible heat, and then seeing people in their saunas and their cold plunges in Western culture—it's just kind of silly in a way. You know, it's like the things that we do now in Western society where. Everything's just so convenient and so easy, like that. Now, you know, there's so many little things that people fight about and politics and like finding ways to make yourself uncomfortable. It's like a chore, like to, <laughs> to take a cold plunge or to be in a sauna or to do hot yoga. It's like just living here in the elements is challenging in itself. You know, it's humbling, grounding, and puts things in perspective to get to do that. So if you haven't traveled in a while or been to a smaller village town or something like that in a while, you know, puts things in perspective. It makes a lot of the social media stuff seem kind of silly, in case it wasn't already silly to you. So let's talk about what's going on this week and the transits, most notably Saturn being retrograde in Aquarius for 140 days, 4.6 months. This happens every year, so not the end of the world, not super dramatic transit. It happens every year. Saturn goes retrograde about half of the year, and it's forward about half of the year, very roughly. Right, it's 4.6 months retrograde. Saturn, the planet of discipline, structures, routines, stability, security, wisdom, maturity in our lives, Wherever Saturn is in your chart, that is where those issues are more at the forefront. Maybe you are a wise elder or teacher or guide in that area. Maybe you have wise guides in those areas of your life. For example, if you have Saturn in your 10th house and your birth chart, you might want to work in a career path that is rooted in old tradition, maybe family business or old methodologies, things like this. You have Saturn in your sixth house, you may want to do things with health that are in old traditions like Ayurveda or Chinese medicine that have a rich history. If you have transits in these places, the same thing. So transits are like a mini experience, like if that were in your birth chart. And we're gonna talk about the transits for all rising and moon signs today and how how you can work with that. But first, let me just talk about how this is generally affecting everybody. So for everybody across the board, regardless of where you have Aquarius, where you have Saturn in your chart, this is a good time over this time from June 17th, Saturday, June 17th is when it starts, all the way towards the end of the year, 140 days, 20 weeks. Slow down in your work, in your efforts. If you've been like full speed ahead and pushing yourself, time to slow down a little bit. As I experienced this week with my fainting uh, needing to slow down not push myself as much especially in hot weather especially when i'm not getting as much water as i need to you know use that as a metaphor use that as an example so hopefully you don't have to have the same uh, experience review reflect and improve upon the structures that you've put in place since january 17th 2023 that is when saturn entered aquarius to be full on in this sign Now Saturn was in Aquarius last year around the spring so these themes that have been going on that started in January have been going on roughly about a year. You can go back to my episode earlier in the year and about Saturn and Aquarius to hear more about the overall themes of this year. Uh, This episode right now is sort of a complement to that so there's some things I'm not repeating here. You want to go back to that episode and review those so what did you start around january 17th what have you put into place in your life what structures systems routines have you put into place what changes did you make around that time that now you can go back to revisit revise review reflect and potentially even reinvent so one of the things with retrogrades is sometimes think people think of it as like don't do anything new don't start anything There is an idea out there that when Saturn is retrograde, you can't start a business, you can't start new projects. That is silly because it's happening about five months out of the year, every year. And that would put about almost half of every business in that category, probably. Uh, You know, just rough math. I don't have any actual stats on that. But if you think about it, you could probably say about you know it's like not one month where more businesses start so businesses are starting all the time every day all year so it would mean like half of all businesses have this issue and they're going to fail uh not necessarily true so don't worry about it but generally a good rule with retrogrades is that if something is completely brand new out of the blue you get this new idea go slow with it don't rush into it If it's something that's been in the works for a while, you've been thinking about it, you've been planning it out, that's more likely to succeed and be fruitful. Focus on steadiness and stability in your work and routines so that it can be sustainable. So consistency over intensity. It's a common issue as well to have this idea of like maybe you want to increase your income. Maybe you want to start a new project. Maybe you want to start a new podcast or start a new job or start some new part of your life or build something in your life or improve something in your life. And oftentimes when there's this initiation kind of energy, that's like the Mars kind of energy. It's fast and quick and it wants to go. And that kind of energy is antithetical to the Saturn energy. That's why Saturn is debilitated when it's in Aries Which is ruled by Mars, these energies are not the most compatible. They kind of work against each other. So, Saturn retrograde is about slowing down, consistency, over intensity, steadiness, stay the course, the tortoise rather than the hare, in the tortoise and the hare kind of analogy. Then, Aries is more of the hare kind of energy, the rabbit, and more of the go 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 quick start let's get to it kind of energy which we have at different times and different transits that's great nothing wrong with that i have a lot of that myself in my chart it's great energy to have but this saturn energy is not that it's about steadiness and slowing down the aries mars kind of energy is more about intensity quick results and the saturn and aquarius energy is more about steadiness long-term scientific kind of approach to things being a scientist about your life being curious about how you can learn and grow and improve and measure and see results over the long run Uh, it is not the best time for starting things in general unless they've been in the works for a while but if you do want to start something you certainly can so don't let that discourage you and also go back to old teachings old teachers that have helped you old ways of doing things old methods systems structures the more like accountability and structure you have in place, the easier things will be. So like if you're trying to change anything in your life and you don't have anybody helping you, it's going to be harder. We are social beings. We learn through mirror neurons. There's a lot of the big way that we learn. Like we see someone doing it, we experience somebody having the result we want, and we pick up a lot of things that are nonverbal, that are just energetic. That we end up doing as well so we pick up things on a subtle energetic level and as my first yoga mentor would say yoga is caught not taught and I think that's true for most things you catch it it's caught rather than taught you can hear the words you can read the words you can get the idea but there's a certain energy that needs to be transmitted from teacher to student from mentor to pupil from Guide to receiver, however you think of that, like we're always learning and and influencing each other. So, if there's something you've been wanting to change or improve, wherever Aquarius is in your chart in particular, that area, if you have some sort of mentorship or guidance or teacher or ally or friend or coach, counselor, therapist, somebody who's in the role of providing and disseminating wisdom, holding space for you. That is going to be very fruitful. Like it's gonna be wonderful, wonderful growth and progress. As I've talked about with overall, like Saturn and Aquarius, huge progress for technology and all sorts of fields, as I talked about in the previous episodes. So now you wanna know your rising and moon sign. Listen to both for this. I'm sending out an email that has the write ups for this. If you're not getting those emails, go to QuietMindAstrology.com, click on Freebies, and sign up for the free weekly horoscopes. If you like to read it out, if you want to save it somewhere, you want to reference it over this five months, that's the place to do it. I send those exclusively to the list that sign up for those newsletters. So if you're not getting those, QuietMindAstrology.com, click on freebies to get those. Listen to both rising and moonsign. Not Western astrology. This is not 100% does not apply to Western astrology. It's got to be your Vedic birth chart. Otherwise, it's not going to be resonant or relevant. All right. First of all, Aries rising and moon, this retrograde time brings introspection and reflection regarding your social connections and aspirations. It's a time to reevaluate your long-term goals and make any necessary adjustments to realign with your goals, what is true, what is in alignment for you and with your authentic self. Taurus Rising and Moon, this transit is encouraging you to review and refine your career path and your public image. Use this time to reassess your ambitions, take responsibility for your professional growth, and make any necessary adjustments for long-term success. Gemini Rising and Moon, during this retrograde, you may find yourself reflecting on your beliefs, your higher education, your own philosophies. It's a great time to deepen your understanding of any topic that you want to go deeper with and challenge any limiting perspectives to expand your intellectual and spiritual horizons cancer rising and moon this time highlights areas of shared resources intimacy and transformation in your life so use this time to reevaluate your approach to trust to emotional connections financial partnerships and ensuring that all of that aligns with your long-term security and stability. Leo rising and moon, this time prompts you to reassess your partnerships, both personal and professional, reevaluate the commitments you've made and ensure that they align with your long-term growth and stability. It's a time to redefine your expectations and your boundaries. Virgo rising and moon, this transit directs your attention to your daily routines, your work ethic, And your well-being. Use this time to review your habits, your productivity, tools, techniques, methods, and your overall health and wellness. Make necessary changes to foster long-term balance and personal growth. Quick pause and side note, as a Virgo rising person I feel this very much, like I have to 100% prioritize my health and wellness now being in a new place where it's harder to get water. There's all these other factors for me and as I mentioned I experienced the negative ramifications of not adapting to the new environment new shift and as i've mentioned before you know this is coming on saturday but i'm feeling it ahead of the curve and anyone who listens to this podcast you're into spirituality you're attuned to energy in the world you're feeling these things ahead of the curve libra rising and moon during this time you may experience a period of introspection and reflection on your creativity your self-expression and your romantic relationships Evaluate your pursuits, your artistic endeavors, and your approach to love, relationships, artistic expression, and making adjustments for long-term fulfillment. Scorpio rising and moon, this transit highlights your home, family, and emotional foundations. It's a great time to reassess your living situation, the family dynamics around you, and your inner sense of security, making necessary adjustments to create a solid and stable home environment family environment, family dynamics. Sag, rising, and moon. This transit prompts you to reflect on your communication style, your thought processes, and your immediate surroundings, your daily activities, things that you're doing throughout the day. It's time to evaluate your mental frameworks, expand your knowledge, learn new skills, and ensure your connections and environment support your long-term growth. Capricorn, rising, and moon saturn here in aquarius your ruling planet directs your attention to matters of finance self-worth and personal values on a very deep level use this period to review your financial goals come to wealth wednesday the free workshop this is so important such a valuable time for capricorns and aquarius rising and moons especially reassess your self-esteem and make any necessary adjustments for long-term stability and abundance particularly with material needs aquarius rising and moon during this retrograde you may experience a period of self-reflection and inner growth this is profound because it's right over your ascendant and review your personal identity goals aspirations and ensure that things align with your authentic self-expression and your long-term sense and need for fulfillment pisces rising and moon this Transit encourages introspection and reflection on your spiritual connections, your inner peace, your subconscious patterns. Use this period to review your spiritual practices, heal emotional wounds, and release any limiting beliefs for personal growth. So, that is our quick look at all of the rising and moon signs with Saturn and Aquarius being retrograde from Saturday, June 17th, towards the end of the year. For 140 days come back to this episode come back to these notes refer to this for clarity of what are the major themes going on for you again for both your rising and moon sign to get the most out of it let's look at the other transits happening this week we've got four noteworthy transits happening besides this and first of all on monday june 12th we have uranus in kritika nakshatra for 159 days this is about themes of innovation, transformation and creative breakthroughs which we have seen dramatically this year and they continue on a dramatic we- a dramatic level and critica is associated with the power of fire and cutting through obstacles while uranus represents a force of change and revolution so cutting through obstacles barriers and blocks to revolution and change in the world we see this happening dramatically in western society and politics and the economy and that will continue for quite a while somebody asked me yesterday in a reading about the pluto in capricorn transit what's going on with pluto some western astrologers have different dates for when transits are happening but you can go back to the archives in 2020s when pluto went into capricorn alongside all the other 2020 stuff initiating this time of upheaval and revolution like the American revolution like the French revolution along with other major transits as well so I've talked about this a lot in past episodes but that is going on and Uranus is part of that revolutionary time so we are in revolutionary times for much longer like the growing pains of a whole cultural revolution of a turning of the world order Uh, there's a great book from Ray Dalio I mentioned about this that came out last year about how the U.S. is shifting its power and other countries are becoming more powerful like China I don't get too far into politics, but these do have a big ripple effect on everything else down to how much you spend on eggs or milk or dairy or whatever at the store. All of this stuff has a huge impact or how much uh, the dollar is worth in Mexico. It, it's greatly impacted or, or any sort of currency exchange around the world and everything being so global now. So we are in revolutionary times and this just continues and continues for many more years over a decade more and part of that right now is uranus and critica for the rest of the year basically uh breakthroughs transformations innovations we see that like apple just released their new vr headset that kind of stuff is going to become more and more common until we get to minority report if anyone remembers that movie minority report around 2000 uh, those were based on the most likely predictions like what could actually exist by the year 2050 and things like the computer that's just like in the space and there's no actual device like basically we just had a huge step towards that this week with apple's new device and we're getting there and all sorts of other tech breakthroughs happening this year as well thursday june 15th sun moves into gemini for of course 31 days sun is always in a sign for a month and it was in taurus Wonderful time to focus on finances. So is Sun in Gemini, which is about analyzing numbers, data, information. Very smart, intelligent energy. Very good for creative pursuits. It's a curious and communicative energy that emphasizes the importance of learning, communication, and intellectual pursuits. With this placement, there is a desire for variety, diversity, and new experiences in life. So it can be quite a fun, exciting energy, especially if you're in the Northern Hemisphere and it's summertime, it's that kind of energy. Yeah, it feels like getting out, experiencing different things, having fun. Saturday, June 17th, same day as Saturn's transit, we also have Venus moving into Ashlesha Nakshatra and the new moon in Gemini in Mrigashira. So first Venus in Ashlesha for 19 days time of intensity depth and emotional connections this is associated with the power of the serpent and represents transformation and rebirth while venus brings a focus on love beauty and pleasure to this dynamic energy wonderful for deepening relationships there could be some mysteries and relationships to uncover there could be some secrets to uncover in relationships on the dark side of this but on the positive sides can bring a lot of depth intimacy, passion, romance, to relationships, to your artistic expression, to creating beautiful spaces in your home and garden. Then also that same day, new moon in Gemini and Mirgashira, a time to focus on exploration, discovery, and being adaptable, as well as qualities of curiosity and playfulness, represented by the symbol of the deer. If you practice yoga with me, you know about Mirigasana, the deer pose. Mridigashira is the deer nakshatra, it is the deer energy that is, if you think about what a deer is like, it can be flighty, it can be majestic, it's sometimes called the most majestic of all woodland creatures, I always think of that with the deer, and it's considered very auspicious when you see a deer in nature, so whenever you do see a deer in nature, unless you know they're in your backyard and you see them all the time, which was the case when I lived in Minnesota, and briefly in Austin too, I lived at a place where I constantly see deer. Uh, so auspicious places to be, I guess. But when you see that, notice what you're thinking around that time. Notice just what uh, insights flash or ideas or concepts. Or if you dream about deers, there could be an auspicious omen as well. But it's a wonderful time to be open to new experiences and new ideas. Seek out adventure and excitement and be flexible in the face of change. And everything is constantly changing. The only constant in the universe change so new moon in gemini and a powerful time for starting new things that require creativity analytical ability like what we'll be doing this wednesday at wealth wednesday wonderful time for using all that gemini ability to analyze your finances and set new goals and what i really love about what i'm offering here is this is the thing that essentially caught me out of poverty and helped me build wealth and help me find opportunities in my finances and get full control of them. Almost everybody I talk to about finances, when I do readings, when we look at money stuff, almost everybody has like an okayness. Like, you know, you'll pay the bills, things will be okay. Like, you'll have enough. Like, you don't have to worry about it too much. Uh, some people do go into phases where you do have to worry about it, and it's stressful, and you're afraid to check your bank account, and you don't know if you're going to have enough. But most people have just this sense of like, oh, it'll work out. Like, I'm pretty sure I have enough. I'm fine. But nobody really knows like with total clarity, like this is how much on this date I'll have. If I spend this much, this is how much I'll have in two months, in three months, in a year. That kind of thing is what I really needed because I had such a regular income as a yoga teacher and doing all sorts of odd creative jobs and things like this as a musician in the past it's irregular and i think one of the most valuable things anyone can do this time and this time we're living it is to create multiple streams of income i just had a friend last week got laid off at a job you know it's happening all the time i'm hearing about it all the time in readings people getting laid off at jobs companies downsizing companies outsourcing replacing jobs with new technology this is a real valid concern right now in the economy and in the world so i highly encourage that everybody has multiple streams of income not just dependent on one thing now some people are going to take to this more than others i'm a very gemini person so i will own for sure that very mercurial person that that is more in my nature if you're not if you don't have much mercury in your chart or much mercury energy or similar kind of things that are very adaptable to have multiple interests it might not be as resonant or relevant to you and that's totally fine so not everybody has to do anything any particular way of course you might do very well to have just one solid secure state, source of income and build upon that uh, but in this modern times i think it's so valuable to build multiple streams of income and manage that well and stay on top of it and that's what i'll be sharing in wealth wednesday how to do that very excited to share it i think it's one of the most cool valuable resources I never set out to make apps or make wealth management apps. Like, I never would have guessed I'd be doing that. But here I am because the thing that I really needed did not exist and it still does not exist anywhere. I've used all these apps, mint.com and all those things. They're all great, but none of them do what I really need my money management to do. And what I think most people in modern times really need which is to be able to manage multiple streams of income, to know where every dollar goes every day, to plan and make big goals to improve your finances, to see on one page everything, every single thing, subscriptions, assets, debts, income, outgo, through the whole year, taxes, business expenses, if you have your own business, if you start your own business, you know, it's really cool. I'm really excited to share about this. So quietmindastrology.com slash wealth is where you can sign up and with this new moon and gemini and the sun moving to gemini this week and the taurus energy we're coming out of this is a wonderful time to put extra attention on your finances join me at the free workshop you're going to get something really useful and valuable out of it i know it's life-changing stuff i've seen it happen for people i've shared this with and this is a new offering for me so i'm excited to share it and Hopefully, see you get these same similar results, right? Because with all the stuff happening in the world, I think it's one of the most valuable things I can share right now. Uh, again, it's not something I thought I would want to share or need to share, uh, though I could share, but it's like actually been life-changing for me and for some of the people I've been sharing it with so far. So look forward to that Wealth Wednesday, quietmindastrology.com/wealth, and look forward to sharing more with you next time on the Quiet Mind Astrology podcast.